Rich, joining me here today is Whoa. Andy. Andy, it's me. <laughs> I'm so excited. And <laughs> we oh got uh, and, uh, and we got Agnos. Yo, <laughs> yo, what's going what's on? What's up? Oh, just another another day in the life of uh, working at home and quarantine. But yeah, yeah, made it to episode 100. Crazy. 100, man. Yep. Time flies. Double digits. Triple, triple yeah. digits. Triple digits. Uh, just, just under two years to get here, pretty much. Mm-hmm. Jeez. Which is crazy Eat. that this has been going on for since 2018. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah, it, fuck! I just had the realization it's been almost a whole year since Econ One when I met you guys. Yeah. Yeah. And we said that on another yeah. episode too. Yeah, we're getting there. Oh, it should man. have been should have been <clears throat> Econ Three right about now. Yeah. We would hope. Oh right, I but know. That's not that's not happening for a while. I think it was August thirtieth. Well, Another right, year. Yeah. <laughs> yeah was let's that the do date they actually? Episodes, yo. Let's see if we can. I do thought it was it. Uh, the thirty first, wasn't it? Yeah. Oh yeah, the uh, tape swap was the thirtieth. Thirtieth. Yeah. But we're here. We're here. A hundred episodes here. in. Uh, landmark for any podcast for especially for us. Um, and we're. Uh, Glad to be here. Someone's doorbell's ringing. I don't know who. Yeah, that that's is. mine. Oh, um, nice. It's probably Amazon. I have a lot of people. I have a lot of roommates, and they order Amazon like constantly. So there's <laughs> <laughs> always Amazon like trying to like drop packages off. Yeah, but um, they can go get it. I'm not gonna worry about it. Yeah, no worries. No worries. It's our own theme music. Bing bong. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's the new theme that we have. Is uh, is just ding dong ding dong. Yeah. Bing bong. Uh, oh my god. Oh yeah, okay. new theme song. <laughs> Did you guys like the new theme song? Strawberry Station made that, everybody. Check him out. Follow him on Twitter. Strawberry Station. He's a good boy. He makes the good sounds. Part of the PSM family. Works on uh, our reviews team. Leads that up. And uh, it's also... You did an interview with him a few months ago, I think. Yeah, Um, like six, maybe. I don't know. Something like that, yeah. so Great interview. Check that out. Oh, yeah. For sure. He's a nice guy. And Sheep did the voice again, as always. Mm-hmm. 
Thank you, Sheep. Yeah. And yeah, we hope you like it. New twist, new change. Yeah, I think we're we're looking to switch it up about every fifty episodes. New theme, new logo, stuff like that. Yeah. So keep it fresh. We got a new suite too. We got paint new paint job. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, you'll be so, seeing that on. Uh, I'm referring to the logo, by the way. <laughs> Sorry. Yes. yes. Of course. You'll be seeing that yeah, be, as well. You'll have seen that when you uh, when you open up your podcast app today to go and look at that. So nice nice new look for the Privacy Podcast. So, uh, so Ogdos, what'd you get? Uh, apparently, somebody ordered Ben and Jerry's. <laughs> oh, sick. <laughs> yeah, so. What, what flavor? Yeah, ice cream. What flavor, Ben and Jerry's? I didn't, I didn't even look. It was in a plastic oh, bag, and I just dropped it off downstairs in the kitchen, and I just you know, ran back up here. You didn't snag you know, one? Food-motivated crew here. Like, we always got to know what food it is. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I've been doing keto for the last, like, three months, so, like, ice cream is definitely not ah. on my diet. I was going to ask terrible. your favorite ice cream, but it will not. Um, well, my favorite ice cream right now is actually there's this keto ice cream that I've been eating from Costco. Oh, sick. And it's made with, like, this uh, sugar alcohol that doesn't really get digested mm. so i think it's like two grams of carbs per ice cream bar which is like sick yeah nice it's great does it taste good it, it's it's um it tastes just like ice cream it's like the, the chocolate is like a darker cho- it's like kind of like a dark chocolate yeah uh, the only thing is that it falls apart like really easily and it melts like super fast gotta uh-huh. inhale that but- shit yeah, so you gotta you gotta like eat it really fast, or else like the the. Tr- I'm always like weary of any of like the Halo Top, or like you know the oh you can eat the whole pint for you know like a hundred calories or something like that, or yeah, like right. The weird ice cream stuff, and like whenever you ask someone, it's like never like oh yeah, it's like super tasty. It's like, well, it's kind of crunchy, or it's kind of like you know some some eat it really fast. But I it's guess. great. I mean, I I love it. I I'm used to it by now. I had um. I cheated and had cold stone like a couple weeks back mm. and like I haven't had real ice cream in forever and like eating that I didn't realize how sweet ice cream was <laughs> oh it yeah, was just that, like I well, especially cold stone in general oh That's yeah just it was so creamy rich mm. yeah it was super rich I was just like oh my god I feel like I'm about to have a heart attack eating this but <laughs> That's why uh, I like ice cream. Uh, it's good stuff. pistachio ice cream it's not as sugary ooh pistachio is good yeah I like cheesecake flavored. I think that's my thing. Yeah. Cheesecake. I don't know if I've ever had cheesecake flavored ice cream. It's like a... Do they have cheese it flavor? I, I doubt. It would be disgusting. <laughs> well, cheese, cheesecake, it got the little graham cracker, uh, or not the graham cracker, but you know, like the, the crust. Mm-hmm. Like little chunks of the crust, like a pie crust inside of the ice cream. Oh, and yeah, then it's like yeah. just super like creamy. And it's like mm-hmm. so good. I mean, I will demolish a cheesecake any day of the week like just right. a, a regular plain cheesecake like that is just delicious i will i love cheesecake so yeah. i imagine cheesecake flavored ice cream is probably pretty good if it tastes anything like cheesecake then i'm i'm oh yeah 100 here for it and will destroy it watch out it's gonna destroy you <laughs> oh i mean cool. i i fully accept that, that there's certain <laughs> things that i eat that yeah. are just same. You're gonna have to like clear your schedule later, or you're gonna accept like the fate that comes along yeah. with eating something. Um, yeah, and I am totally okay with that if it's worth it. So, mm-hmm. yeah, I made sure to not just put like the worst uh, cake. <laughs> too much hot uh, halal guys sauce on my halal guys today. Uh, how much mm-hmm. do you usually put on yours? 
Almost the whole packet, yo. It's it's bad. What is that? Halal, Halal guys, hot, guys sauce. hot sauce. I do Have it. You ever had it? I do it in dabs. No, I, I haven't. Kind of dab it's, around, you know. So like, if you go to the actual restaurant, like I usually ask them for for two lines of it on top. Yeah, that's which a is, lot. I guess that's about a packet, really. Hmm. Maybe yeah. slightly more than that. But I don't fuck with that white sauce. So that white you sauce don't get any of the white sauce it on it? No, man. I t- done told oh. you, man. You gave me shit last time. <laughs> and I'm going to give you shit every time you mention it because that's ridiculous. That yeah. sauce is so good. Not for me. Oh. Yeah. That's oh, so good. <clears throat> what was it? Last week I had uh, been eating taco truck a lot because it's like one of the few um, places where I can get like kind of like a keto bowl. And I, they have this um, habanero salsa. If you ask for it, they don't like advertise it anywhere. But I had it like a couple days in a row, and then my stomach just completely hated me for the rest of the weekend. <laughs> it was like so spicy. Did your butthole oh. hate you? Uh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> sure. That's my problem. Yeah, yeah, just, I was gonna go there, but no way to dance around that. It's Most like you know what yeah, you're talking yeah. about. I mean, yeah, we already knew that, but I was yeah. just, I was just like, when you eat like super spicy foods and your stomach's just like, just absolutely hates you. You feel like you just get punched in the stomach like a hundred times. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know. I, you know, actually during the um, uh, Pat Chennington's block party, while we, while Andy yeah. and I were do were hosting that and, and doing everything, I don't know what I ate, but I was dying oh no in the middle of it yeah <laughs> I was, all these people. <laughs> oh my god there's a couple times like i i, I kind of got up and i'm like in the chat i'm like brb and i just left and i was just oh, yeah, i actually that's... had to go lay down a couple times because i was oh just dude that's the worst absolutely <laughs> dying <laughs> oh my god and then and then after the fact like i i tweeted out I think the next day, like, I think I OD'd on Vaporwave at Chennington's block party. Yeah. Like, that <laughs> night, I was feeling like shit, but I kept <clears throat> having, like, Vaporwave just, like, sounds. Energy and, spurts. Oh. And, and just, um, like, words and stuff, like, flashing into my head and everything. And I felt like just, like, I felt like I was literally, like, OD'd on Vaporwave. It was... <laughs> it, was, it was bad. Yeah, um, too much vaporwave. Vaporwave I, I coma. I'm not joking. So I'm very glad that for for waves we're doing two days and we're not doing twelve hours. Yeah, straight. that was, yeah, really hours was a long time. I I didn't stick around for that entire entirety of it. Oh, I was laying down I, I, around eight o'clock. Whew. Uh, in yeah, between sets, was long, I was like, hey, long day. Gonna need fifteen minutes here. <laughs> yeah. Well, let's um We've come let's, a long way though, haven't we? Yeah. Yeah, we certainly have. Um, we'll, we'll pivot away from the keto food podcast, and uh, we'll, we'll get back to a uh, hundred episodes here. A hundred um, episodes we've, ago, we've we done were not quite doing a bit. that stuff. Um, so, I want to know what are your guys' kind of highlights from the year, like certain moments or or anything like that that have stuck out since we started doing this. Well, so, joining was pretty so cool. many. <laughs> <laughs> what was that joining private suite in the podcast that was cool well yeah that that is cool <laughs> i have to I have to go look down the list of all the episodes to kind of rack my brain there's just so many so many episodes that we've done mm-hmm. oh we the first ones we did you know like feels so long ago but it, it actually wasn't it's not you know years not that long and we mm-hmm. have come so far since then mm-hmm 
um, so many big interviews. Uh, we've had in-person interviews with each other. You, you know, know, that like, one was actually really cool. Meeting up. The, when we were by the poolside. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Like, there's just... That, that was definitely cool. Mm-hmm. That's, that's what I'm getting at, you know. it's It's become a bigger... Um, not a movement like our podcast is a movement but like people know it you know like our Mm -hmm. goals have been reached we've fucking gotten out there um people there are people at the tape for autographs no shit yeah (laughs) exactly yeah yeah people at the tape swap didn't know this is crazy we had a magazine they just knew the podcast somehow. I, I still don't understand that fully. But. Seriously? It's a good <laughs> podcast. There oh, wow. Some, there was someone there who was like, oh, I listen to the podcast. I'm like, yeah, if you want a copy of, I think issue seven is the one that we had, like tons of extra copies. Like, oh, you guys have a magazine too? And we're like, uh, yeah. And we would talk about yeah. it. <laughs> yeah. oh, a lot. I still yeah, look at it. You guys remember when you first found out about it. the magazine at all? I do. Yes. What's your guys' stories? Uh, you want to go first, Pony? Yeah, so I was, um, I think it was like February 2018, and I was just browsing Twitter, and I saw Pad Chennington retweeted something from Private Suite, and this was before anything had been released at all. This was mm-hmm. like, hey, we're putting this together, we're looking for designers, we're looking for whatever you know trying to get this thing off the ground so i followed them and i reached out and i I, whoever was running the twitter account at that point it might have been matt i'm not sure but um you know i asked you know what do you guys need and talked about whatever okay cool and then i didn't look at it for about six or seven months after that um and a couple issues had come out and then i was thinking about getting I was thinking about doing a podcast, thinking about looking at like a vaporwave podcast. And then I thought back of private suite, I'm like, okay, you know, maybe this would be a good avenue to try to go into. And I reached out and thought about it and kind of put myself out there. And that's where I am now. So, but, yeah. So thank you pad for retweeting that. Cause I wouldn't have seen it otherwise. Nice man. At least at that, at least at that point, I mean, I'm pr- sure I would have seen it. You know, because it's the premier vaporwave publication in the scene. So, I mean, of course, but. <laughs> yeah. And you were ready to join up like right away or what? How long did that take? Um, I, I said I was ready to go right away thinking like, all right, I'll do some like graphic design work or maybe some writing or something like that. And then I just never did. Um, yeah. I just, it, it just never materialized. I never saw anything. It was also on Discord at the time. I did not use Discord uh, at all. Like it was, I had like one server that I belonged to and it was like a specific group of people that I gained with and that was it. Yeah, like, for nothing, sure. Nothing <laughs> else. Like when, after getting started with the private suite and um, I saw one of the friends that I was in that server with, he's like, oh, you use Discord for like other stuff? <laughs> he was like shocked <laughs> that that like people actually use it for anything besides gaming, which I, I think now it's it's much much more mainstream, right? Uh, than than before. But that's um, funny. You know, a lot a lot happens in two years. So mm-hmm. so yeah, I just I didn't pay attention to it because I just I didn't use Discord. I didn't even have it on my phone at that point. It was just on my computer. Um, and then I started kind of looking into it, and and I I would see a few things, you know, as as the first two issues were released, uh, pop up. Mm-hmm. So, and then you got it started at issue three. 
just after issue three is when I, I kind of floated the idea of, of getting the podcast going. I guess someone had kind of put it out there first or put it out there at some other point, but it never really went anywhere. Whereas I came in and I'm like, okay, like, I know we need to do this. We need to do this and, and get it going. And, yeah. You know, actually did something and, and got it moving. Yeah, for sure. So, right. <clears throat> right. What about you? Um, for me, I saw the Reddit post, the first one and just followed on Reddit. Every time there was a new issue, I checked it out. Um, I always wanted to reach out and become a part of it, but I was so busy with my new job and I was just starting a new sort of career in it after a long nine month break of unemployment. (laughs) I quit my previous job, fun employment, fun employment. Because I moved to a new place in the city and I didn't have a car anymore because that job, like they gave me the car, but I live downtown Uh, Toronto. You don't need a car anymore. So I had Mm -hmm. to have a job Mm. that was, the contingency was I could take transit there and it wouldn't take more than like an hour or something. Mm -hmm. So I eventually got this job that I really liked and I wanted to like push real hard. And that was kind of like the sacrifice. I really remember thinking, sitting down taking the time to be like, okay, like if I'm going to like submit something into this call for uh, members and whatever. Like I need to make sure I'm actually there consistently and don't just lurk because that's what I always do on discord. I join a server, I say hi for the first few days and then I'm out, like never go back really. I'm on like a hundred fucking vaporwave servers now. Yeah, exactly. But yo, check out Rosewood, everybody. Rosewood discord server. Yo, that's the most popping coolest discord server out there actually i don't know how many people they want in there but i don't know if it's, if it's <laughs> yeah just... actually they just closed it off oh really all right don't, don't yeah. go look cut at that it. part don't go look at don't it. go look for it Craig. <laughs> yeah i mean because uh rosewood uh i don't know it kind of just started off as uh one of the our buddy kevin's um he, he wanted to throw shows down over near socal and um mm-hmm. kind of the la area and that scene down there yeah. and he started it up all before the lockdown. And so since the quarantine started, we kind of, all of us, most of us were like kind of all met up with each other at Electronicon because we were all knew each other from the George Clant fan club. For sure. And so that's, and then kind of just slowly been getting more and more people. And it's, it's pretty huge right now. That's and this thing. is, gets too big and it's, then it loses it's, uh, the shitloads of talented people up in there. Oh, yeah, that's yeah. true for sure. Uh, check out the Rosewood VOD then for the event. That was a great event. For sure. On a yeah, charity streams. Did two of them. DS Dude 500, I believe, is the Twitch. Mm-hmm. Yep. Uh, we'll throw a link in the description. Yeah, yeah. That was mm-hmm. fucking great. But anyway, uh, so I didn't join Discord when I wanted to. I really regret it now, but whatever. So then I joined. Um, I looked into it again around issue four. Um and like a- after issue four came out and so issue five was in the works and they were like someone posted on reddit or something i forget where it was but they were like yo what are cool content ideas you want to see in private suite and i had this idea of like mallsoft esque i don't know if it was a map or whatever mackie will know better but it ended up turning into the mallsoft map from issue five and i actually had no idea that people went and rolled with that idea until I was already here in the magazine. So that's kind of funny. But then um, maybe two months later after 
uh, pitching that idea, I ended up messaging the old uh, guy. I don't know what we want to call him. There's a person here named Zara. He's no longer with us at Private Suite. He's alive. He's alive. He's just not. <laughs> yeah, he's, he's, like, oh, shit. he's probably still alive. But uh, That's true. We don't know. Yeah, I messaged him about another idea because um, I, I don't know where, where I got his his thing from oh i joined the discord and maybe i saw him there and i don't know something ended up getting in touch with him pitched the city pop article he was like damn that's good shit and then i wrote like half of it and he was like okay we got to get this in let's like give you a staff membership thing and that that was like so huge to me man i never really had anything published before i was like so much pressure was on to get the city pop article like fucking banging and accurate and make sure I did my research and it came out really fucking fucking good. Um, and then it was pushed to issue seven. It couldn't come out in issue six when I joined, but I did get some other articles in for that, that, that were good. But yeah, I have some screenshots. I take a lot of screenshots um, of some what people were saying you know, like good compliments and things like that just throughout my life. So I like go down memory lane and, um, I have a message from Mackie. I screenshotted actually, uh, the homie, uh, well, well, I have to ask him after this, if you will let me quote him here and maybe we'll cut it out. But he said, um, I remember when you posted the blurb about what became the Mallsoft map, then I was like, oh, he joined the team. And then shortly after, I was like, oh, this guy's really into Vaporwave and he knows a lot of people and he's throwing himself at this thing. It's like, damn, man. It's like, that was a year ago. And like, think of all the things that have come. We did the calendar and Christmas. We gave away the locker. We got mm -hmm. this giant event coming up on Saturday. We'll talk about, talk about that soon. Yeah, like there's just so, sure. so much. I don't know, Vaporwave is a huge part of my life it's always been you know i've been in love with vaporwave for like time but after joining private suite is when i really started like making things and contributing to the community rather mm -hmm. than just like be being in the vcc basically it was all i did before uh but yeah it's been good times man happy 100 episodes guys happy 100 happy 100 Lugnos, what about you um, so I, I, you know, I joined up a lot later than you guys did. Uh, when I first heard about Private Suite, I remember seeing something on Instagram. <laughs> I don't know if somebody like put it on their story or whatever. And I followed the Instagram uh account for Private Suite, like what was it, like 2018, maybe, like, and mm -hmm. probably a year before Electronicon. And yeah. um, and then it kind of just sat there in the back of my mind, like, oh, okay, cool, a magazine. It'd be really tight if I actually like, like went through with it. And then it wasn't until econ when I met you and Mackie and Indy and like all of us were like hanging out over at uh, <laughs> where was that Central Park? Yeah, that we all got together yeah, and just kind of yeah. kicked it. Met so many and, people um, there too that were. Working yeah. with or hanging out I know, with like, stuff. leading up to Electronicon, I started listening to a bunch of podcasts because I'm just like, oh, let me, like, really dive into, like, the podcast because I haven't actually given it a chance. And I looked and there's like, oh, shit, there's, like, already, like, 40 episodes up. Nice. <laughs> let me, let me, I'm going to binge listen to all these and then listen to them on the plane and nice, wherever. <laughs> that was a big time for the podcast 
for, at least for me too because like Dan mm-hmm. Mason just came out and Business Casual and Cat Corp oh wait no you did Cat yeah. Corp sorry no that was your first uh, episode yeah the Cat Corp was afterwards yeah. I think that was the first podcast it I ever edited yeah. was the Cat Corp it definitely one was, yeah. which was a pretty big one to start it off was. with <laughs> pressure was on yeah yeah, mm-hmm. but right Gotta around perform. episode episode thirty is when it really kind of started to to kick in. Right when Electronicon was announced, we a lot of content was coming out, a lot of big interviews came out, um, and yeah, it was it was a busy time, especially for for you guys with the uh, all the exclusive interviews you were doing. That mm-hmm. Editing, um, yeah, <laughs> it's a long, <laughs> lot of editing. Um, what are your favorite guests that we've had Ooh, on the show that's a t- that's like the hardest question definitely we not everyone this person everyone was okay un- the whiz i hated and randy get those guys fucking out of here all right uh, yeah the absolute <laughs> worst oh god savage yeah, don't don't go and listen to episode 51 you don't want to listen to that one uh and then i think uh i can't remember which one it was maybe I don't know. I don't know. Whatever. Yeah, don't listen. Just, just yeah, avoid any of those. <laughs> you know, I, I always enjoyed it when we um, had Alex on with us. Yeah. Yeah. Alex always is like yep. a cool, cool guest to have mm-hmm. doing the podcast with us. Album review episodes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Man, he's an interesting like, guy. Yeah, so many yeah. good ones. One of my favorite ones, I've mentioned it before, but I really, really love the Retro Weather Channel one. Mm-hmm. I just found that one fascinating and and I know that one wasn't like one of the highest downloaded episodes by a long shot um that was that's probably actually one of the lower performing ones that we've had Mm -hmm. but Mm -hmm. I just found that whole discussion fascinating with the software that he was using and uh, yeah the whole process of it and getting into the the climate wave stuff like that it was it was just really really cool so that one's always going to be one of my favorite ones that we've always had on. Mm-hmm. Got to go back and listen to that one, man. That guy's so articulate and and uh, I know knowledgeable. I know. Mm-hmm. I remember he said the word macabre. I never heard that before. <laughs> <laughs> macabre. Yeah, he's yeah. like that. Yeah, I just. It, 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 it's I don't so want to be macabre just... or something, or that's so macabre or something. I, I, I didn't realize that that's like how it was said horrible, until my dad right? said it like a couple weeks ago. Oh yeah, <laughs> you're saying to like me. macabre. Yeah, yeah that's what I always said, macabre, yeah, and yeah. I didn't know it's macabre. I'm like, wow, I feel so stupid. I never even heard the years. word before, <laughs> but it means like horrible or something. It's close to that. It's kind of like a horror description, yeah. <laughs> grotesque. Um, grotesque. Gr- yeah. Very grotesque. Mm-hmm. Another interesting one that we had, and this is way back, like episode five, um, we had HKE on. Yeah. And that was like the first oh, wow. like artist that we had on the show aside from, you know, people, you know, we had Pat Chennington on episode three. Um, but like the biggest name that we had on um, was or one of the biggest names we had on was super early. And that was HKE. And that was an interesting episode um, to say the least. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I think I'm remembering. I remember listening to like the first intro to that one. Yeah. So that didn't... was revolving around flap mm-hmm. which was super, which was kind of the flap cast it was picking up steam at that time and, and flap music and everything and um I, I had no idea what flap was in real in you know at, at all um and we got hke on and he i mean he basically just talked for an hour <laughs> <laughs> um, <Yeah. laughs> uh, i mean that's that's basically what it amounted to 
I forget about that one mm-hmm. a lot. Um, it's a, you know, considering all the people that we've had and everything, and I realized like we had someone like HKE on that so early. early on. Yeah, that early is crazy. Yeah, it's it's definitely interesting. I remember like when I first discovered that I was already on the podcast, and I thought I had thought I'd listened to them all, and then I was like, "What twenty eight fourteen? Like head scratch moment, you know." <laughs> Yeah, I know so. um, Sheep was on that episode also, and she was That's like, right. containing like, her like giddiness um, while that was happening because we were talking about that um, on there. <laughs> and it, it was just so crazy because we, at that point, I think episode uh, issue four hadn't even or had just come out yeah. at that point. Like it had just released and that was kind of when we really got into our stride with the, with the, the magazine releases and everything. So to like have all this stuff kind of falling into place was just really cool to have that pop up. So it's nice to have these episodes as relics in time as on like what was going on back then and how yeah, everything was like unorganized sort of, you know, like not unorganized, <laughs> but the pieces weren't, yeah, I, weren't assembled yeah. yet. Yeah, I get what you're saying. So. Yeah, lots of really cool people, and then lots of funny moments. Like I'm just, I'm, I have the list like up in front of me right now. And episode sixty six was voicemail identity theft and corporate training videos. Oh and yes, that's where <laughs> Indy, you called in like some like uh. loser from Canada, like talking about your Timbits and Timmy Ho's coffee and stuff like that, and like a double double. Oh my god! Uh, what was that? Had... What, you... Yeah, right. You said something and fucking. Oh my god. Some. Sadian dialect and then we also had the the wendy's corporate training video on there and yeah you know, like i just want to make a cheese oh yeah or yeah um so yeah it, it is like even just looking at the titles and stuff it's like just like throwback to that moment in time mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and it's pretty cool to see all that yeah um i love the dot starkey episode number 15 mm-hmm. yeah that's a great hexademic hexademic hexadecimal yeah hexadecimal lost angles slash bodway video dot starkey best person on the planet um we just got together last thursday i think it was over some beers in the park it was fantastic social distance beers of course of course of course and uh yeah i just remember like it it was an in person interview, my first in person one. Mm-hmm. I don't do too many, obviously. Um, we had the poolside one, I guess. Like I said, that was a great yeah. in person interview as well. But he just had so much insight into things that he sort of revealed information in a really interesting way. Very articulate, intelligent uh, person for sure. Great to listen to. Hilarious as well. Um, some great jokes and shit on that one. I remember laughing my ass off. Uh, yeah, and great milestone because it was one of my first interviews as well. Mm-hmm. Love that one for sure. Uh, I remember the yeah. Porter Vong interview when he came in with that uh that voice oh, masking yeah, software. Dude, we I wrote out this whole seminar with him. Like, oh yeah, Pony, <laughs> you and Mackie were involved in that too, eh? Yeah, the private suite exclusive seminar. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that's that so was the great. Best <laughs> when he was still, um, what's his name? Alan Tam? Is that his name? No. No, no. Um, 
uh, Tom Vu. Yes. Tom Vu. Yeah. 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 No, that was that was a great few months where he was doing that leading up to Electronicon and, and everything. Yeah. And just holding the, that the, persona. The um, most ultimate face reveal at Egon. Yeah. I have a few of those suit. Um, pages or posts he had on Facebook bookmarked mm-hmm. to go back mm-hmm. and read like just the spectacle of how he was revealing who he was and like the mystery was unfolding and we were watching it happen day by day. Like that was one of the coolest things to happen in all of Vaporwave, at least yeah, since I've yeah. been a part of it. All of a sudden, I just started seeing the name Porter Vong pop up on the Discord. And, and it's like, and oh, like, I want to be just like Porter Vong. Or it's like, oh, like, you know, I want to, you know, you know, I hope Porter Vong likes this. Or, or I'm going to be cool like Porter Vong. I'm like, who the fuck is Porter Vong? I mean, if you followed him on Twitter, like... Because he was just like replying on every single reply yeah. that he would do on Twitter, yeah. he'd always put a Tom Boo, like a picture of Tom Boo, and some I know, one of the was, commercials on there. And the character, and to me, like that was like the ultimate vaporwave persona because like it has that grainy footage mm-hmm. to it and a grainy look to it. It's got that ultra opulent luxury lifestyle. Right. It's, it's super eighties with just everything. You know, it it's it was perfect. It was it was it was the, the mm-hmm. vaporwave hero that we needed at that point in time. Yeah, absolutely, for sure, absolutely. And uh, it was probably very difficult and like a complex to figure out how exactly to continue that story on and like have it last because mm-hmm. mm-hmm. like you can't have that sort of thing last forever. But it was great, uh, like period. I think we got like three months worth of it really mm-hmm. yeah. so nice about yeah some of the i don't know if the facebook posts are still there but we'll try and dig some up and put them in the description or something because you guys yeah. got to go back and read those just to see like from the beginning the how small the character was like i scrolled all the way to the bottom of the porter vong facebook <laughs> i've read every post and all the replies they're like paragraphs and paragraphs long all in character like so deep and creative and like he, he was so good the winner in circle character. invented the winner circle how many things other th- i don't know man like shouts out porter vong yo now imagine if, homie, dude. if imagine if he just ended that persona just and not even like revealed himself just ended it one day and just left it and and we still didn't know who it was we still didn't know anything beyond the tom vu post and and those facebook posts like what do you That's think a tough question the war would have been like if if, if it just was never revealed it, like the oh the question is always is that sort of thing better right like we that's that yeah like, it's been raised on this show a few times that question i think mm-hmm. i kind of like that but i don't think i'm qualified to determine you know what he does with the project of course oh of course um, yeah he needs to do what's right for him yeah and, to be and, able to create and music and play live yeah. and all that right but mm-hmm. but how many you know vaporwave artists have have come along over the years that have just kind of disappeared or you don't know anything about them they're super mysterious they're you've never seen them in person or heard what their voice is you know and that could have been the same thing um not to say that he's wrong with, what, with everything that he did you know that's that's his thing but um, it's just it i, I am grateful more, for that yeah 
yeah, I'm, I'm grateful for the, the time that we had with that persona as it is yeah. because it was it was it was it was fun. It was fun to see those posts and read through them because you could hear like I could hear the Tom Fu voice in my head as I'm reading it. And, and, you know, the picture on the boat with him, you know, in like the high waisted white pants and a flute of champagne or something. It was just like, yeah, yeah. Ultimate, ultimate vaporwave aesthetic right there. Yeah. Uh, yeah, and if he did uh, keep it without revealing, it would have been more right. mystifying, I think, because we know it's like y- you want to find out who made that project mm-hmm. more because they're putting a face out there that's not theirs. You know, it makes it more enticing, sort of, to try and yeah. I don't know, especially with I remember with their super active attitude and like. Yeah, outgoing um, character like messaging on every every comment and all that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I remember leading up to Electronicon because I think he announced he was gonna he was gonna reveal himself at Electronicon maybe a week or so beforehand, and mm-hmm. I remember thinking at that point because I, I was dying to know who it was, and and I mean I I knew at that point, but like I was I was uh, you know dying to kind of meet him everything, but at the same time I'm like man he should just not reveal himself, he should just keep this going and just keep it going like he doesn't have to do a reveal he can just let the mystery live it'd be just i don't know yeah but does it get old after after a while because there were a lot of people who were like annoyed by it sort of and those people suck let me tell you right now (laughs) but yeah like i I, I, i'm kind of kidding of course but i they do have a sort of point kind of you know like uh, if you don't think vaporwave, it, like it fits into vaporwave, you think vaporwave is something else, and everyone's entitled to their own opinion of what they think vaporwave is. Like some people think it should be mixtape and, and samples only, you know. Um, mm-hmm. So you know you're allowed to feel how you want about it, and I think the longer it would have gone on, maybe more people would have felt that way over time. I, that's maybe. certainly something Porter was juggling. It's uh, it's like Schrodinger's no, I'm sure. Schrodinger's Vong, I guess. Well, you know, you what know. do you do? You know? <laughs> Schrodinger's Vong. <laughs> well, I'm Hashtag. glad Porter revealed himself because yeah. uh, Porter is a really cool dude. Oh yeah, and um, and uh, we 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 like kind of hung out and had a big long talk at Econ One, like after the end of the show, right before the um the after party. We were like sitting up on the roof and just bullshitting for probably a couple hours, just talking mm-hmm. about everything. But um. Yeah, man. Emotional, times. emotional times, it's, good times, yo. Yeah, man. Yeah. Uh, well, it's been it's been a hundred episodes. We have a lot of stuff that we've covered. A lot of amazing artists that we featured on this show. Yeah, go listen to the episodes if you haven't heard them all. Yeah, just just go listen to everything. It'll all take you about like five days if you listen to it continuously, probably because some of those mm-hmm. those mm-hmm. indie More exclusive that, yeah. interviews are about four hours. I think so. it'll be more. <laughs> Maybe so. I love the early episodes, though. Sorry to interrupt. (laughs) Trash ghost. Yeah. Mm Mm-hmm. Shouts out to trash ghost. Blast episode. Check out that episode. (laughs) Section nine. You don't listen to. Yeah. Emmanuel, (laughs) that guy, he puts so much love and care into his physicals. Like, it's it's incredible. I don't know if if people aren't following section nine on Twitter, please check them out. Oh, and the uh, the Strudelsoft one with the the um, 
floppy disks. Yeah. And, and getting all that stuff. And, and ta- he got interviewed by Rolling Stone. Um, mm-hmm. What? Floppy Did he really? Disks. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, wow. I didn't ago. know that. Like two years yeah. ago. Listen now. to the interview that was released on May 23rd, 2019. And oh, you'll, shit. Uh, you'll know. You'll know. <laughs> Please do. Yeah. That's shout pretty out, awesome. <laughs> shout out in Carter 95. Also, speaking of uh, anyone that's looking for a class, a cryptocurrency course, uh floppy disk please check out strudelsoft on twitter because there's going to be a mm. reissue of those precious precious floppy disks that's what started it all actually strudelsoft mm. was that cryptocurrency course by cat corp i feel like a floppy distribution is probably the quickest physical to make yeah, just I mean, pop it in. You're small, right? You can <laughs> write writing, the files in two seconds. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, you're writing one and a half megabytes of files. So I mean, it's it's, so, it's quick. I'm like curious because I don't know anything about how you play a floppy. So do they have to compress all the files down to like super small files or yeah. like bit rates to get them to all to fit? Definitely. So there's only a 1.4 megabytes on a floppy disk. Yeah, they definitely do. Um, they, yeah, I don't know. They kind of. D- depends on the release <laughs> what songs mm-hmm. are bangers how many singles there were like how many songs you want to fit because you mm-hmm. can have some pretty good sounding floppies when they have like four songs on them mm-hmm. okay i gotcha mm-hmm. so imagine a but really they, really good polyphonic ringtone from a cell phone in like 2005 okay cool got it but okay kind so of. is there like a is there like a Walkman, but for floppies? That's a great idea. Somebody... I've not seen that. Because yeah. if there it, is, it's, it's that called, would it's be so I, cool. It's called an IBM PC Junior or something like that. And it just... <laughs> Battery operated. I yeah, I wonder how much... Oh, you know what you could probably do? I don't, I don't know if this will work. Um, you know those old Sony Mavica digital cameras that use the floppy disks? No. Mm-hmm. That sounds great. Holy though. Shit. I'm going to look it up. So it's... Yeah, it was. it was... I think around 98, 99, they came out and they were, it's like a digital camera, pretty, pretty big unit. Um, but the memory card that it used was a uh, three and a quarter floppy drive, floppy disk. Yeah. So you just pop it in there. I wonder if, I don't know if those did video or anything, if they could play that, but that could be your, uh, yeah, that could be your portable walk. And that's going to be <laughs> as close as you're going to get. Yeah, probably. Yeah. You could probably p- p- put it in an aux cable headphone jack and play that shit back. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And Techmon's got a video about the floppy disk boombox. <laughs> oh, nice. Yeah, they so, have a floppy yeah. disk piano. That'd be cool. I've heard, I've seen. Yeah, the well, yeah, because like the Yamaha, like Clavinovas, you could basically drop in like, sheet, music, sheet music, sort of. Yeah, drop, yeah. It, mm-hmm. It's like yeah, like some it's like MIDI some, shit. Exactly. Yeah, you could use that for for those purposes. We had my music teacher in elementary school. I think had one of those. Oh, nice! And it was like a big deal because it's like we got this new Clavinova. We got it's amazing. You you hook it up to your computer, but put a floppy disk in it, and it was it was state of the art, and it was crazy. Mm-hmm. So nice. Yeah, check out strudelsoft.bandcamp.com. S T R U D E L S O F T. Data Girl just had her uh-oh singles put up on floppy uh-oh. there. You can check that out and still grab a copy. There's 16 left currently. 
And you know what fucking release I love on Floppy? It's by The Wiz. Uh, it's uh, her Earth Days. Here, let me link this shit. Uh, let me fucking play this. Should we play this shit, man? There's some good stuff here. Yeah. Go for it. Yeah? Alright. Yeah. You know, we haven't played any music yet. Maybe we'll, we'll, we'll play a little something something. A little something something. A little something something. Let me uh, just load up. Let me just log into the mainframe here. I come from the net. Peoples, cities, somethings, to this place. Mainframe. Are you in yet? My format. I'm. I'm. I'm doing it, man. <laughs> My format. Oh no, my kid. You're getting in the mainframe. Are you? Are you in? Oh uh, no, no. You no, got no. to say like, <laughs> I'm in. I gotta still introduce Enzo just, and Fong. All right, hold on. And Bob, myself, I'm Bob. Yeah. Okay, we're gonna play the song uh, uh, "Planting," and we can actually compare the floppy version to the original if you'd like. So I'll do the yeah, I'll sure. do the uh, original first because you'll be able to tell the difference more going downwards in quality. Here it is. <laughs> That's a floppy? No, this is the floppy. Oh, I like that. Yeah, second one was the floppy. Sounds way yeah, better pretty, on floppy. Pretty good sounding floppy. Yeah, I have that one too. I, I just want to know what they the they do it to because I, I kind of like that. 
It's got a little charm to it. It's that lo-fi. Yeah, man. I I bet if you reach out to uh, Encarta95, StrudelSoft, Mm -hmm. he'll be more than happy to tell you what he does. You can check it out on the fucking interview. There you go. (laughs) (laughs) Like that come off strong. I'm sorry. (laughs) Why are you yelling at me? I was just trying to be funny. (laughs) It's all good. Well, so we've had we've had some interesting people for sure on the show. We've had a lot of great times putting this together. Glad to do it. Happy to be here for the next hundred hundred episodes. Um, and we got lots of cool stuff coming up in the future, um, like what's happening this Friday or Saturday, I should say, at two p.m. CST. You say? Mm-hmm. <laughs> At the Private Suite Magazine Twitch channel. Private oh. Private Suite. No magazine. No magazine. Twitch.com. Twitch.tv slash Private slash Suite. Private Suite. Private Swizzle. Got it. Yeah, it's going to be great. We, have, we got, yeah, go, go do it. It's it's the uh, Private Suite Presents Waves, which is our Wait. live stream that uh, a bunch of people here at Private Suite have been working very hard to get together. We, we have a bunch waves. of amazing. Um, amazing artists that are going to be performing doing sets bunch of visuals from from uh, some artists are doing their own visuals we have some some dedicated visual artists doing uh sets doing stuff for existing sets so um it's going to be a really really cool uh two-day virtual mini festival yeah man it's been yeah. announced uh so we can talk about some of the other artists now we didn't talk about on the show mm-hmm. uh who did we talk about groceries yet that's gonna be fucking. We mentioned sweet. it briefly. Oh yeah, all right. I think so. Um, so uh, Mist is playing. That's awesome. Very excited to have him from Golf Audio. Uh, the very mysterious artist, Tangerine. I don't know if anyone's seen their releases yet. Uh, they put out a record on Hollow Jams recently. Um. Kagoshi Mata Tangerine, I think. Kagoshima, Kagoshima Tangerine. Here, let me link it to you guys. Uh, very interesting sounds here with this artist. And uh, very mysterious. I don't know who it is. Maybe we'll never know. <laughs> Kagoshima? Kagoshima Tangerine. You got it. Uh, that's gonna be cool. We've got Otto performing that. Now that mm. is funky. Big OG artist there. Um, yeah, I've been buying his tapes for fucking ever. Um, and we got some other friends of uh, friends of the podcast on as well. Uh, Sheep is doing a set, of course, Sheepy which is Sheepy. gonna be fantastic. Oh yeah. Uh, Desert Sands is doing a set. Trucks Passing Trucks, a.k.a. Alex from Pacific Plaza, mm-hmm. uh, is doing a set, which is going to be awesome. Uh, Skeleton Lipstick is doing a set. And this is just day one that we're doing. Sunday, we've got even more. Got some Future Funk coming out that day. Pat Chennington's doing a set. Christ. Oh, Vapor Kitty is going to be there, too. Oh, mm-hmm. yeah. Part of it was we yep. wanted to, ha- like Pony was saying, have people from the mag. We should have got you to fucking play, bro. Where were you at when we yeah, were doing August. the call, man? 
Oh man, I You've been busy. <laughs> I, I missed out on a few calls. Yeah. <laughs> I've, been, <laughs> I've been working weekends, man. Like yeah. seriously. And I've been sleeping in like hard. <laughs> yeah. Damn. Well it's been it's been rough. Yeah, like three really days. Rough. So <laughs> Yeah. Oh. Well, yeah. Like I honestly I, I probably didn't have time oh, yeah. to be completely honest. So it's, I, I've been like kinda over what's the word? Subscribed. Over exhausting myself as it mm-hmm. is. Over yourself from that. I read you. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Because I, I just did the um visuals in the stream for um the last Rosewood and um that took a bit of time. Yeah, and, you've been um, doing I, a lot of the a lot of the West Coast streams too. Yeah, so a lot of the West Coast stuff. Been, <laughs> you you've been busy working on them, so maybe with mm-hmm. this one you can just kinda kick back and actually just relax and joy. yeah i like to just kind of hang out and chill yeah mm-hmm. but um maybe i don't know um the the word is I'm, I'm gonna get a little bit more free time coming around october so <laughs> cool we'll see we'll see cool. what happens yeah hopefully the world's fucking back in action by then we can hope yeah i don't know we'll I, I i was driving into work today and um Everybody seemed to have gone back to work this week, so. <laughs> oh yeah. Yeah. Well, we'll see how that works out for everyone. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> um, uh, also, just want to mention with this uh, live stream show, um, this is a charity stream. We are doing this to raise money for an organization uh, called Afrotechtopia, um, and it is uh, to quote. Uh, a social institution fostering interdisciplinary innovation at the intersection of art, design, tech, black culture, and activism. So in light of everything that's been going on in the U.S. and the world recently, uh, we felt that was an appropriate um, appropriate and worthy cause to uh, kind of raise money for. Uh, so we're hoping to, to be able to make a nice donation to them with the proceeds from this stream. So be sure it. to check them out um, at Afrotechtopia on Twitter. There'll be a link in the description. And of course, if you check out the live stream uh, this weekend, there will be plenty of links to, to what they do out there. Sweet. You got it. Sorry, I was yawning. <clears throat> I'm tired. Oh, no, it's keeping me up late, boy. My bad, bro. <laughs> no, it's all, it's all good. Oh, we got a few things to talk about um, now that we've gotten the intro out of the way about an hour into this thing. Um, nice. Um, so a few things just wanted to cover. Um, did you guys see the Vapor 95 retail store in Los Angeles? What? Uh, oh shit! I no, saw, I didn't. I got an email for it. Yep. Um, because I've been I buying it. masks from Vapor ninety five. Nice. How are they? And then, good? Uh, okay. So honestly, amazing. I bought a few masks from a few different places. Vapor ninety five. They make the they they fucking sell the best ones. Yeah. They're the most comfortable. And not I'm not trying to like like talk them up, but like, dude, I, I, I wish other people would make dope masks like Vapor ninety five does. <laughs> mm-hmm. So. <laughs> Yeah, I, I remember like I I made my own mask. Um, I, I literally sat and hand stitched it. I think it took like three mm-hmm. hours to do it by hand, and it was fine. And then my mom made a bunch of them and sent them over to me, and those were are good. Um, mm-hmm. And then I recently ordered one from a store called Cotton On. I don't know if you have them out in San Francisco, but it's an Australian brand. Um, they have a few stores in the U.S. Okay, um, and it's super comfortable. Like it's like it's it's way more comfortable than like anything else that I've had. So I'm like, I think I kind of just need to buy masks now. We're getting a better pattern to make them because, mm-hmm. um, so if the vapor 95 ones are good, I might have to get a couple of those just to, you know, 
plus like, yeah, like the, a solo like jazz cup one too mm-hmm. <laughs> the materials that they use are really nice they use like a mix of spandex and polyester so it's mm-hmm. like it's just breathable enough where you're not suffocating and um they they hug your face really nicely nice um, nice so dude because I, I i've had problems with like uh the masks that aren't pleated they're just like kind of sewn on pieces of fabric and they keep falling mm-hmm. off my face and that's just uh, uh okay it bothers me yeah <laughs> and then like um when i'm wearing sunglasses other masks like they also have like the little the metal pincher things the pinch onto your nose yeah those so you're not breathing all your hot air into your glasses because that sucks nice mm-hmm. man that's yeah. amazing yeah they make the best shit i've said on the show before people often complain about their prices it's like dude you don't understand how fucking good quality their shit is. Like, you know when you buy a band t-shirt or whatever t-shirt with logo on it and shit, you, like, wash it a few times. Oh, hot tip. If you have a shirt with logos and shit on it, like a band t-shirt, turn that shit inside out before you put it in the washing machine because it'll, Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. like, because you know how the logos, like, deteriorate and they crack and all this shit. Their shirts, the fucking shit is stitched in there. It's literally the same fabric. Like my beautiful Mizu cat design of Sailor Venus, that shit is never gonna get worn out because it's the actual fucking fabric. It's not a stamp, you know? Like think yeah. about how Just to much be clear, extra work that is. We are we are not sponsored by Vapor ninety five in any way, shape, or form. Just fans of what they do. But yeah. I mean if you want to like hit us up, you know, we'll we're glad to take some money. So um <laughs> Um, but you know, you're talking about it's high quality stuff and it's, it's relatively limited run stuff too. Like it's, they're not producing high volumes of all of this stuff either. So, you know, it's not like you can shop around and and find this stuff anywhere else. Um, so, I mean, you're paying for a, a quality, good product that that's unique realistically. So. Mm-hmm. There's also something sure. going on on Twitter recently about them stealing art from people. That's bullshit. Yeah. Uh, don't, uh. don't, uh, no, like, there's many artists that have come out since that has happened saying this is not how it happens. They pay us quite fairly. Everything's negotiated. Um, so, yeah, I wanted to nip that in the bud as well. Like, Mizukat herself was involved in trying to clear the air as well so hmm okay yeah good to know you got a story yeah, on us but... or something yeah you're uh nah i'm not i'm not gonna talk about that right now okay <laughs> okay <laughs> yeah um, like if it happens but you, look, like, um, you know that's not cool but i don't know it's... yeah apparently uh, i i inst- recently on their instagram stories though somebody stole from vapor 95 Oh, really? um, there was another fashion company that's taken some of their designs and then <laughs> reappropriated it into their products. Yeah, I'm not surprised. So um, they're just sampling the products. Sampling. Fuck. Hey yo. That's all it is. Um, but if you look at the the pictures from the store, it's it, like they did a really good job putting this together. Um, mm-hmm. Just the the pastel colors. They got like the fake cherry blossom tree in the middle of it some of the neon signs and all the artwork on the wall. It's going to be like it, a it, vapor hangout spot. It kind of looks like that. I mean, they sell physicals there as well. I mean, just looking at the wall, they have like an FM skyline uh, album, George Clanton, a bunch of other stuff on there as well. Um, uh, Chewing foil did some of the installations there as well. Nice. So like the TVs and everything you saw at electronic con, they have those in the window and mm-hmm. um, all their clothes and everything. So wow. um, they're opening up, but 
apparently right now it's only uh, appointment only. Mm. It is not. You can't just walk in. You have to make an appointment to go in and check stuff out and everything. Yeah. But it looks like a really cool space just to kind of wander through and, and check out. That's amazing, man. I was reading an interview with River uh, from the other day. We did an interview with him as well on our YouTube channel. Check it out. Mm-hmm. But about him talking about where he was when he started it and that, like how it was just an idea and how it's just exploded and how he's had to kind of take on the role and overcome like the obstacles as they come. And like, man, I, I salute the guy for, for going as far as he has with such opening a, a store like that is that is amazing. Yeah, it's one thing to, to you know have like an online store because I mean you can do that from anywhere as long as you have access to hold the inventory or do whatever. Even even to do that anymore, you can drop ship and, and do whatever. But um, a physical store is like a whole other level to to That's retail. So, awesome. so I, I he's a great guy. So I, I salute him for for what he's doing. Hell yeah! Yeah, Dan Mason over by my house right now. Yeah, seriously, get out of here. Get. Calling the cops on it. Nobody got no drugs. Oh, he doesn't call the cops anymore, does he? That's what he said. No, not not for not for marijuana charges. He's not called the cops. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, just on my heroin. (laughs) Just your heroin. (laughs) (laughs) Heroin. That's how Stewie says it. I've been watching, rewatching Family Guy, doing all my quotes. I used to quote Family Guy like so much. Yeah, so did every like male in North America from like 2005 to 2010. Aren't we cool? That was in that age 15 to 25 gra- demographic. Yeah. Oh, yeah, they're going right by my house. What today. color are yeah. those red fire trucks? <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. I had to. Oh, that was that was timed perfectly. Yeah. Right there. You know it. Other thing I wanted to talk about here, uh, and we we talked about this way back in episode three, I believe, mm-hmm. uh, at least the last time it happened, was the, uh, it, it, at the time it was called the Vaporwave Madness bracket um, mm-hmm. that Mr. Lonely John Newsma put up. Um, and he brought it back again, but this time it is the Trial by Funk, uh, which is a little bit different. So this time it's focusing solely on Vaporwave releases. Mm-hmm. And we are down to future the final funk four. Releases. Final, yeah, future funk releases, not vaporwave. Is that what I said? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, it's <laughs> only future funk and this one. Mm-hmm. So we talked about it on the melanate episode a little bit, right? Yeah, a little bit. Yeah, we we touched on it a little bit, but we're we're we were way down off. to the wire now. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so right now, the remaining, uh, the remaining contenders in it uh in the echo league uh you have remember by ev by evexi and 810 by fiber and in the helios league we have pure pure by moe shop and metro city by vantage yeah pray pray for me for the whole thing i gotta take the k oh yeah yeah the whole yeah i see what you're doing on the each win- side yeah yeah. So going up against each other, Sorry. you have uh, remember and uh, versus eight ten. Mm-hmm. So who that's are you the hardest question of my life, bro. Man, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I know. I saw those oh, two, man. and I'm like, ugh, very very tough. Yeah, that's. 
I don't know, like, Remember was the first record on Neon City that was established Neon City, and then they had Farragol after that with that artist mm-hmm. who did the Studio Studio thing. I forget who that artist is. Super, super great. Uh, I talked about them when we did the Local Visions. What's their name? With our Melanade episode as well. Check it out. Ah, mm-hmm. oh, fuck, I can't remember. But their art style is super, super cool. And Neon City is like such a big influence in future funk. Um, yeah, absolutely. So, I don't know to love and it or hate it. On, you know, <laughs> on the other on the other hand, you have Fiber, who's Fiber, yeah, um, and just all around great guy and and amazing musical mind too. So, yeah, and that was um, one of the big releases on. Uh, excuse me, early uh, business casual as well, I believe. Yep. Excuse mm-hmm. me. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The hot sauce. <laughs> yeah, business casual. Uh, yeah. When did it come out? One of the earliest future funk records I've listened 2016. to. Twenty sixteen was uh, eight ten. Yeah. Which is uh, also his birthday, which is a day before my birthday. Oh snap! Well, happy birthday, mm-hmm. guys! Coming up. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe you'll hear it then. I don't know. <laughs> So yes, I don't know. Um, I'm inclined to to go with EVEXI. Um, yeah, kind of for the reasons you were talking about. You know, it, it is such an influential, um, influential album on an influential label. Mm-hmm. It, it's like a coin flip, really. Yeah. At this point, well, Metro City was on Neon City as well. So. A lot of the stuff was on, was on Neo, Neon yeah. City as well. But it, yeah, so. just because it was the first one. I don't know. Metro City, Vantage is fucking t- good too. Like, mm. I might like Vantage the most out of these artists actually, but as far mm. as the most important record goes, I don't know. Yeah, I mean, between... Pray, pray. Uh, uh, yeah, on the, the other bracket, I would agree with you there. Uh, Moe Shop would win. With that said... In the previous round, I probably would have gone with Macross eighty two ninety nine yeah. over Moe Shop. I, I think that was an upset, in my opinion. Mm-hmm. Um, Love Story was a big upset for me. Mm-hmm. I think that that one's actually bigger than both Remember and uh, A ten. But mm-hmm. that's just me. Well, then between Remember and Moe Shop. Yeah. Who do you have? You, you know, I pray, pray for me. That's what I said. What about you, Agnes? I think I'd go to remember. Hmm. What about you? Yeah, I'm I'm on the fence. <laughs> I, 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 I'd, I'd probably have to go with remember yeah, the, as the well. Yeah, the production is just, that when that came out, it was just like, okay, this is a guy who can do stuff really well. Holy shit. <laughs> guy who can do stuff really well yeah mm-hmm. sure can this guy does stuff so good who does that music plus stuff I'm, plus i'm always a sucker for the geometry book mm-hmm. art work <laughs> i like that that that's kind of like a tipping point yeah. for me as what well. is that style called <laughs> 90, 90, i don't know 90s, it's 90s math style art math textbook 
That's what 90 style is. what? Math textbook. Math textbook. 90 style math yeah. textbook. I don't know. You'd throw like an Addison Wesley logo on there and like no one would question. Yeah. Like, what did it name? What, what was the publisher of those math books? What the fuck was it called? Um, Addison Wesley. Is it? Is that what it is? No, I thought it was like I, that's something. What, that's what we had. That, that's okay. The, oh, there was Addison Wesley. McGraw-Hill was another big one. McGraw-Hill um, is what we had. Okay. I don't know why yeah. I that still. <laughs> I don't remember mine. Math. You know? Some Canadian thing. Yeah. Oh, are these what the math books look like nowadays? These, oh, these Oost, are terrible. Oost math. <laughs> Indy. Yuck. <laughs> math by Tim Hortons. Um, Tim Hortons. <laughs> So when does this episode come out? So yeah, the Pierre Pierre has four Timbits, and he if he eats two Timbits, how many Timbits does he have left? Trick question: You can never only eat two Timbits. <laughs> you have to eat four. This is true. They're like Lay's. Um, Dude, these math books. I don't even know why I'm looking this up. I'm looking at math books, aesthetic. and like the math angry. book art of today is angry. terrible. Oh, well, so yeah, that's that's the trial by funk. Um, I I want to commend uh, Mr. Lonely for for putting this together again because I know that was a big undertaking last time, and um, he's got it streamlined this time also. Uh, the voting was I think much much smoother than it was through the last bracket that he did, um, and it's kind of fun to see this kind of evolve um, and 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 play out. So. Considering we had no sports or anything this year, it was a nice, nice little quarantine surprise. Yeah. Uh, August seventh is when the next bracket starts. Whoop whoop. Whoop whoop. Get your votes in. Yeah. So tomorrow, people. Tomorrow is when it starts. Yes. Technically, yes. <laughs> <laughs> So yeah. I s- and he's got a he's, and uh, also if you want to check out he's got a uh, playlist on Spotify as well called Trial by Funk as well. There's a link on his webpage. Oh, I'll throw cool. it in the description for this. But he's got a uh, there's how many tracks are on this? There it's a three and a half hour playlist of future. Nice. Films. So yeah, I think out. he's posted that. I'm in a private uh, Discord chant server with him and a couple other like intense vaporwave historian people mm-hmm. um yeah shouts out i saw so i saw you have in the notes the show notes here the, the, something coming up um, you want to talk about it <laughs> you can absolutely talk about hilarious it. so i know a little bit about it actually how they put it together but it's the yeah. macintosh plus floral shop album cover so it's a <laughs> sort of deep fake technology where you can record your face and then <laughs> project it onto a picture and control the picture and make it seem as if usually people, they do it on a person's face as if they're mm-hmm. saying the words that are coming out of your mouth. And so he's Christ decides to use this technology to fucking mouth the lyrics of the, the Macintosh plus uh, record is, is this like a, a program like a software that you can buy or is it like a so is this like open source or what you can you can certainly find your way to get it i don't know if he wants like i, I don't know i i don't want to comment on it really maybe like 
who knows if everyone's going to start doing it sort of thing you know it might lose its value maybe mm-hmm. they're trying to not let it out but it's a an educational tool you can find on google like courses sort ah, of thing, like open source okay. technology and there's some instructions on how That's to use terrifying. it and whatnot but yeah so yeah. it's fucking hilarious man like it's very spooky i forget whose twitter comment i saw Oh yeah, let's talk about how many Twitter posts it, it got as well. To how many likes? What is it? Thirty thousand now. Is yeah, it? Yeah, it is. <laughs> oh yeah, for the 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 Mac Plus one. Yeah, the defect. Go to Christ. Because that 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 is the most retweeted like thing I've ever seen in Vaporwave. <laughs> Definitely. By a long Which shot. Which is like, damn it, and it's still fucking floral shop related. It's crazy. Yeah, 26,000 likes, 8,000 retweets, nearly 200 comments. Fucking crazy. 30,000 likes. I do like the, the, that shit went the, viral. the post that I put in the um, in the run sheet was someone else who reposted it on mm-hmm. our Vaporwave. And looking at the comments on it. Oh, my our, God. Like some a, Twitter user, <laughs> quote yeah. unquote. <laughs> but then, yeah, it's pretty funny. <laughs> 3d 3d blast writes he's like a twitter user is all he'll ever be he's done nothing else (laughs) (laughs) that's so funny people on reddit like i always like if you're in the inside you kind of see these things get created and developed like the olives joke for example and you see Mm -hmm. it like where it goes and it's kind of like ah people don't it's cringe sometimes people don't get it Oh man! Uh, but yeah, that was. I just, I thought that was hilarious. Um, Freaking, <laughs> just some random Twitter user, like not, not like somebody who's been. How do you doing not know this for a long time? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I mean, it is, it is our vaporwave. So I mean, I, yeah. I don't. <sighs> they never cease to amaze me, man. <laughs> I mean, probably once a month or something, you see someone post like, oh, I found this album on here. And it's like Late Night Delight or Macintosh Plus or something. like. I, I don't know. Mm-hmm. It's, I don't know. doesn't surprise me at all. Uh, yeah, There's I, a few I, more I, popping up actually in the Twitter thread that are pretty funny. <laughs> on the actual post or the, the new the, one? The original that I linked in the channel there. We'll put it in the description. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> Yeah, it's. Oh, I love Vaporwave, uh, man. I love those guys, man. Christ and Randy, the Wiz, funniest mm-hmm. people. They really yeah. There's a few other ones too. Awesome. Nano Shrine did one with uh, Plastic Love. Yeah, <laughs> Nano Shrine. Yo, that's what oh it was. my fucking god. <laughs> yeah, that that one's horrifying. Oh, I did not see that. Yeah, and then uh. And they were doing it with everybody. They did it with oh the, the Blank Banshee uh, cutout yeah. of um, Lara Crossface. That's kind of creepy. <laughs> the mouth just moves in a very unnatural way. Yeah, and Ugh. the eyes never blink, which is what makes it like even more terrifying. <laughs> <laughs> oh, dude. Fucking 2020 is terrifying, dude. <laughs> dude, I know. I know. Oh, man. Those Boston. And then I saw something. It's like, what if, what if 2020 is just like the trailer for 2021? I, oh, I don't know. If I, I don't know if I can take that. Yeah, those those all. Boston Dynamics robots are freaking me out, man. 
Oh, dude, they've been oh, freaking did, me did out. Did you for see they made years. one? They made one that can, you know, those little Tyco RC cars you like remote control and you can like drive it over rocks and if it flips over, it'll mm-hmm. still drive. You can keep going yep. forever. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's one of those, but it can like fucking shoot itself out of its own cannon up like half a mile, like super, super up these giant fucking mountain ranges to like oh get gosh. over walls and shit it's like scariest the way it sounds Ooh. it like oh my god it's like i'm not ready for this new world man weird. no <laughs> take me back to the 80s i think it was a japanese baseball game recently and there's, there's no one in the stands because obviously there's no one going to this kind of stuff they're not allowed in um they had like 15 of those boston dynamics dog robot things whatever they are all choreographed and dancing like doing like flips and shit something not not flips but they're just like moving around like all in sync and everything but it's just it's oh just, that it's, is it's creepy odd. at the ba- at the baseball games you said at, it was yeah. I, I don't know if they did it multiple times but they did it there was one video of them at it might have been like the fukuoka um soft hawks i think but they were just yeah like halftime show just dancing and everything I, it's just the, <laughs> the way they move is just so weird yeah yeah it's so i know creepy. like in uh for some of the baseball i think it's like the baseball games that they're doing in japan they have like the robot people in the stands and <laughs> they're trying to mm-hmm. pretend to be like actual people so they have somebody yeah. there yeah yeah <laughs> yeah it must be so weird like the baseball i've been seeing this guy on reddit he does these funny uh recap videos where he mm-hmm. reads the people's lips like the players and coaches and stuff when they're yelling at each other and he like says what they're saying it's absolutely fucking hilarious oh when they're getting like the, fights all the, the time fake lip reading no no bad lip reading no he he actually like says probably what they're saying sometimes you can hear them or whatever but his recaps huh. are hilarious and it's so weird to see these like crazy like fights and like brawls when there's no one in the stands it's like these two teams have such mm-hmm. a rivalry when no one's around to give a shit <laughs> you know, it's like people do obviously like blue jays people are right still now. into the pardon me B- blue jays the the buffalo blue jays oh playing, buffalo uh, blue jays yeah they they the team's not allowed in canada because they'll be traveling you can't go from the U.S. to Canada. Right oh my now. God! <laughs> so they move the entire team to, to stay in the year. U.S. So they're playing in the um, the Buffalo Bison Stadium. That's fucking oh, amazing! Wow. Yeah, the Buffalo so, Blue Jays. It has yeah. a ring to it. That's I kind of so like good. it. Yeah, yeah. And they're um, in every Major League Baseball stadium this year. They're playing fake crowd noise over the PA. Wow. Oh, that's so, awkward. That's, that's, no, they got that's it. Helpful. They, they they they. they yeah, well, they want it to be consistent. Like they want there to be something that's some sort of semblance of normalcy. So they're all playing consistent uh, crowd noise pulled from MLB The Show. Like the <laughs> the game. Video, oh, nice. Did yeah. they license that? And now fucking EA I, I Sports is fucking getting coin, fucking shitloads of money yeah. for fake crowd noises. Oh, the irony. Is... I don't know. Invest now, kids. That's the new hot commodity. The new new business. <laughs> Open a business. I don't know. I, I know, give, like I give baseball another two weeks before they they call it, but I don't know. I it's only like sixty games. That, it's not like the typical one hundred and ninety something or whatever. Yeah, but then the Marlins all got COVID, 
And apparently, oh, did the, they uh, really? Oh shit, I didn't even know yeah, that. They were they were in Philly, and like fourteen of them got COVID. Whoa! Oh my god! Um, and then St. Louis just went to a casino, apparently. Um, and they're just like ignoring all of the regulations of, oh, no. of what to do. So it's, they, I, I don't see them finishing this season. I think they're going to call Jesus. it before it's over. That's wow. Oh, Jesus Christ. As a Mets fan that, that pleases me because our season's already a dumpster fire. We're not even 10 games into it. So, um, <laughs> oh man. Wow. Call it. We're good. Yikes. Uh, are, are there some other sports that are doing like the islands or like the bubbles where everybody's and be- NBA is doing the bubble, so they're all mm-hmm. in Disney World right now. Um, and they're, what? they're all playing down the, Yeah, they, oh, wait. <laughs> they blocked off hotels in Disney World, and it's only people involved with the NBA are in these hotels. Oh, Everyone man. gets tested every single day. Um, in some of the banquet halls, they have uh, the practice court, practice court set up. Um, in oh, there, wow. so it's like it looks like where you'd have like a wedding reception, but there's just like an NBA court set up in there, like with hmm. the team logos and everything. Um, so anyone who's participating in the season can't leave; they have to stay there. Even like the the people who are reporting on it mm-hmm. are are in the bubble, and that's it, and they're not interacting with anyone else. And that's the only safe way to do that's it. In- that's that's so interesting. Like yeah. that would be. I mean, in my mind, I think that something like that would be just really cool to experience because mm-hmm. like. Like, yeah, it would kind of suck, but at the same time, it's like, this is like, who knows if something like this would ever happen again. <laughs> yeah, no, seriously. So, and there was talk that talks that baseball was going to do the same thing, but in Arizona. Um, I mean, that's just, what they do for fucking spring training every year anyways. Kind of, but even on a more concentrated level there. Right. But it, it never, it never planned out. So I, I don't know. Dude, I mean, everything's screwed up. I mean, even like esports, which should be the easiest thing to to get over the the hump of this. Um, like the Overwatch League was supposed to be, you know, home stands, and like every week was in a different location and, mm. and everything. And they had to cancel all of those this year, so they're just playing online <laughs> instead of instead of in person anywhere. So, I don't know. Yikes, man! I have this Maria Takeuchi. It just keeps replaying on my screen. I haven't clicked away, and it's really fucking creepy. <laughs> God. It's it's really weird. It is that one's really weird. I need to get rid of that. Yeah. Now. Oh. Well, yeah. That's all um, I had for today. I don't know if you guys had anything else. Um Yeah, I, know I can go on nothing. forever. Come 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 go to come watch waves. Yeah, yeah do that. Come watch waves. Uh, I want to play a some one song before we uh take off actually that's okay okay cool and then i do have some other things i'll go through that list while i'm looking at while we're listening to the song but um so trademarks and copyrights put out a new song or a new album uh today it's very very lovely and uh he's you know hoping people can support him he's going through some tough time right now so if you can throw him anything for he's putting out new music he's uh march and april he had new records as well and another ep here so yeah he's a great fucking amazing artist um he's been on lost angles i think and fantasy deluxe for time now uh so let's play a song from it this one is called love speech by trademarks and copyrights
song right there so nice mm. so nice so romantic makes me want to have a girlfriend <laughs> <laughs> what no <Little> comment on <laughs> yeah uh let me just i didn't actually read through my notes i had to buy something while i was listening i'm sorry a lot of mu- you had to buy something while you're listening. Yeah, well, what did. did you buy? Some some physical? Yeah, uh, tape for a buddy and well, the guy, dear, dear friend of mine, uh, and some stickers from this uh, 
place. And, uh, fuck now. Nah, I don't know what I was going to say before that. Yeah. <laughs> um, I didn't want to forget. Uh, a lot of new music, but, you know, we'll save that for another time. Um, I feel like we have a lot of uh, big stuff coming up in the next week or so, recapping waves. And, yeah, we'll, uh, we'll fit lots of it. Everything. That so stuff we'll, in there. We'll, we'll get for that. For sure, for sure. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, mostly I just have vids, some awesome vids, but fuck it, we'll do it next time. Cool. For sure. Sounds good. No, no, right, we're going to do one. Uh, so we're going to do one. We'll do one. I'm sorry, because okay. we talked about <laughs> You said something about how cool the 80s were, and then I was like, oh, I'm going to play that video. And then I said something about how cool the 80s were, uh, how I wanted to just go back to the 80s. So maybe we'll, we'll f- go back to finish the off the episode <laughs> by going back to the 80s, and I'll let you guys just watch the video so I don't have to play it so you can actually get the timing and we'll just like watch half of it or something and then call it okay but everyone I think people who like nostalgia and vaporwave are gonna like this video it's just all like super happy moments from 80s um, like commercial media films and whatever Uh, set to a very nice song by um, boy meets girl song is waiting for a star to fall very vapor inspired song i think or oh dude yeah this is all digging this already i said that the wrong way but you know what i mean all right yeah i guess we're starting it already everybody here here it is We'll call it there. Yeah, very beautiful, beautiful stuff. Oh, good times. Yes, sir. That's amazing stuff there. Pulling on my nostalgia strings right there. (laughs) 
Isn't that that's that's what it's all about right mm-hmm. there? Mm-hmm. About For sure. The end of an era, the beginning of a new one. <laughs> yeah, let's hope this era ends quick. god yeah alright guys where can people find you if they want to go check out your stuff um you can check me out on instagram and twitter at agnos music uh same here cool indie advance i-n-d-y a-d-v-a-n-t you can find me on Instagram and Twitter at PHLSFO. And if you want to see information about the show, uh, at, priv- at Private Suite Pod on Instagram and Twitter. And then for the magazine, at Private Suite Mag. Uh, Facebook.com slash Private Suite Mag. Uh, Patreon.com slash Private Suite Mag. And of course, PrivateSuiteMag.com for the issues. We have new articles up there for uh, Digital Summer and everything else we're posting all lives on privacysweetmag.com so go check out that website if you've not already done that uh and yeah don't forget to check out waves uh this saturday and sunday waves 2 p.m central time uh saturday and sunday so check that out um and thank you for listening to the show for 100 episodes we cannot thank you enough for for continued listening and your support over the almost two years now that we've been doing this we really really appreciate it um so so thank you for for listening for for all that time thank Thank you you. oh thank thank both of you for for coming on and helping so much with with you know the interviews and production and everything else like that you know we wouldn't have nearly as much content and whatnot without you know both of you guys here so um, I'm glad you guys could come on the team and and really help this grow and and put out this content. Based, based, bro. Super based. Based. Uh, I got some plugs if you don't mind. So, yeah, super quick. Yeah, go for it. Uh, Tiger Blood tapes. We got a whole shitload of awesome releases coming out. Some bunch of vinyl. We're trying to focus on vinyl now. Actually, not at all like exclusively, but we're we're pushing for it a bit more. Um, and, um, there's going to be a very large event coming up in September, September 12th and 13th. And I believe that will be announced. Yeah, it should be announced already. Oh, yeah, Mason here now. Um, that <laughs> is called, we're calling it Flamingo Fest. And it's myself and my pet Flamingo. We're kind of putting our heads together to put this show on for everybody. So keep your eyes peeled for that. Some very big artists and some amazing visuals and collaborations and all kinds of cool shit. Um, September 12th and 13th. Very cool. Very cool. So we'll throw links to that in the description. So check it out. Yeah, there should be a poster, I think, by then. Cool. Cool. All right, guys. I think that about wraps it up for today. Sweet. Yup. And uh, as always, help control the data loss population. Help control the data loss situation, I should say. Population. (laughs) Data loss population. I like that. We got some refugees out here, yo. Some lost megabytes that we need. (laughs) A proper home. Give a data a proper home. Exactly. Getting yourself some hard drives. Yeah. One flash drive a day, you can you can adopt this, <laughs> this roaming data. Uh, yeah. Yes. 
<laughs> don't forget to back up your flash drives and hard drives. And your cameras. And your cameras. And your cameras. <coughs> definitely definitely yeah, do yeah. that for the cameras. I guess they're flash too, yeah. aren't they? But yeah. yeah. yeah there's the SD cards. Data flash, all over the flash place. Storage. Yup. All right, guys. All right. Take it See easy. Ya. All right, later. Later. See ya. That goddamn hot sauce is spicy.